Good evening, good night. We are live but unlisted, which means um, this goes out tomorrow. Obviously, I'm finding this is a, such an easier way to do it and an easier way to uh, navigate. Why? I can't find my microphone. It's somewhere. It's somewhere here. Um, I used to keep it in this cabinet, but I think Nat moved it somewhere and now I don't know where it is, nor do I feel like wasting time to find it because I do have to go to the kids' school because I am in the PTA, right? I am in the parent, the PTO, I guess they call it now, Parent Teachers Organization. I, am, I think that's what they call it. And I'm the only male character um, in that one. So I'm going to uh, help out with the book fair and... Um, what's it called? Lunch with a loved one. So like lunch with a loved one is when you are allowed to go visit your kids at school and have lunch with them and then spend time with them during their lunch. And then obviously afterwards you go to the book fair. It's a nice way to increase sales, um, but at the same time see your kids um, at the school. So I'll be there in about, I have to be there in about 40 minutes. So that's cool. And I'll be there soon. I'm just volunteering people. That's it. And I did it yesterday, and the kids looked at me like I was some type of m militia. They were scared of me because I guess I'm a scary character when you're five foot four and they are three feet eleven. You know, I look scary, which is perfectly fine with me. I just look like a security guard that stands there with his arms crossed. You actually, arms behind my back is how I do it, and then I direct people towards the library. That's my job. That's it. Until Sage gets out and then I'm done there. But what I really want to talk about today is um, taking the harder road, okay? This weekend, obviously, for most of you that have listened, I competed uh, this weekend. Um, but something happened, right? In the last podcast, maybe, or maybe two podcasts, I was talking about how, you know, visualization, I'm going to win. I'm going to, I really had my mind focused on winning and I'm going, no matter what, I was winning, right? No matter what was happening, I was going to win. And that was at White Belt. A week later, I was honored enough to get promoted to a Blue Belt. It took me under a year. Usually so it takes people a little over a year, sometimes two, sometimes three years to get their Blue Belt, right? And I got mine in under a year. So I'm very, very proud to say that I am one. But with that said, the competition now grows to like three years, four years, even five years experience um, in this sport. Now, for me, I was on a little of a, a complication because I registered for this tournament as a white belt, right? White belt masters, which means masters 40, nonetheless, okay? Which means masters 40. So if you're 40 years old or over, you will register in that one, right? So white belt, beginner, Masters 40 category, that's what I, uh, that's what I prescribed at or I uh, subscribed at. What, registered? The word registered we're looking for here? I registered my fucking ass into that one, and then I got my blue belt. So now it was torn. You know, I asked my, my professor or my sensei, um, what should I do? You know, um, what, I just registered as a white belt. He's oh, just change belt. Maybe you just go as your white belt. Unless you want to go as a blue belt. So now... Boop, boop, boop. What do I do? What's do I go in the way that I've been planning on going the entire time? Like, I'm gonna go as a white belt and I'm gonna fucking win, I'm gonna smash people. This is how it is, or I'm gonna go as a blue belt. 
and the mindset changes there, right? I can no longer lie to myself, right? Here, I'm like, I'm going to not lie to myself, but I'm pretty confident that I will do very well in this category. Let's change it to this one. Now I'm starting to question everything. So what did I take? I emailed the company. I contacted them through the, uh, the, the app, trying to figure out what I can do if I'm allowed to. And I was not getting in touch with anybody. No one was getting back to me. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'll just bring both belts and see what happens that day. So I wake up. I really didn't feel like I had any type of competition at all. I wasn't really scared. I wasn't nervous. It wasn't until about two hours before I was going to leave to where it started to kick in a little bit, um, which is really different for me because usually I'm like not sleeping the day before. I wake up a thousand times. Uh, I sometimes just have to sit on the couch and rest because I can't sleep because I'm just so anxious about the competition, but I wasn't. I really wasn't scared and or uh, nervous too much about it until about, you know, it's time to start packing your lunch and your, your pre-post-workout, intra-workout. So my intra-workout, since I'm allergic to everything, I make my own intra-workout, which is my own Gatorade, I guess you could say. I'll take lemonade, fresh lemonade I make. Uh, that'll be my, my sugars. I'll add honey to it, pink Himalayan salt, um, lots of that. Pink Himalayan salt, honey, and then just water, I think, and lemonade, yeah. And then I just shake it up, shake it up, shake it up to where it's pretty thick like a little thicker consistency, um, and then a side of water. That's my main fuel source uh, in between because that's all I need, right? I need sugars and electrolytes. I don't need other shit inside it, so I'm not there for the fluff. Anyway, I was packing that up, and that's when I started to get nervous. So I get to the tournament, go immediately go to the head table, and I felt weird asking it, you know? I was like, hey, can I change my division, you know? And they're like, uh, yeah, for what reason? And I was like, um, well, I just got promoted to a blue belt, you know, I'm white belt, I don't wanna go. They're like, yes, we can do that. For that, we can do it. So I guess other people try to change the division because they didn't make weight, or they wanna avoid someone, or this and that. So I ended up being able to go in as a blue belt. It made me feel 10 times better. I felt 10 times better that I didn't have to go into another category where not that I didn't belong there, because I think I still do belong there. You know, that's just me. Uh, I, I, but I want, I wanted to challenge myself a little bit more. You know, it's like fuck. If you promote me to this, well, then let's see what the fuck. Let's see what I got. Let's take the tougher road. You know, this is the tougher road. Now, <laughs> the tournament was not a big tournament, so it's more of a local, smaller one. So not a lot of people registered. I mean, there were still. I think 200, 300, 400 people, I don't even know how many hundreds of people were there, right? But it just wasn't as big as like the other one I just did, the ADCCs where people are flying around the fucking world, right? Or the IBF, the worlds, like I, those are huge tournaments. These are like nice local good tournaments where you can practice and um, go against other people. So there weren't many people that were registered inside my category, which is Blue Belt Masters 40, it was just me, right? That was it. So what they did was they combined all blue belts together. So now I'm mixed in with adult, masters 20, masters 30, and then myself. So I'm now the oldest person inside my category, which I never look at anyway. I don't care. Like most people think I'm fucking 30, right? I'm 40, I'll be 45 in a month, in a month. <gasps> 
Wowzers. In a month, I'll be 45. And the guys I was going against were 25, 26, and 30. Those are the guys I went against. Okay? I got beat up. I got beat up. I mean, not really bad, but I got beat up. You know what I mean? I went out there. I felt confident in my wrestling, but I didn't want to focus on my wrestling. You know, my main focus for, for this tournament was, again, taking the harder road, right? I can do what I normally do and maybe succeed at it, which means I could go in there, set up a takedown, go for a single leg, drop into the back, cover, smash, get side control. But I didn't do that, right? I went opposite. I did things that I'm not really good at, which is I'm going under, right? So if you're in the sport, you're either on top or you're on bottom. So it's two different games. Oh, there's Otis. And I went underneath, which means I pulled their guard or I tried to get into half guard, which is something that I've been working on for, I don't know, a couple weeks now, you know, to really work on some type of a ground game. Because if I do have a blue belt and I want to get better, well, then I have to start getting better at things that I'm not really comfortable in, things that I'm really not efficient in. Now, wrestling, I'm efficient to being on top and taking down and trying to throw my legs in and choking me out. Well, I'm not going to choke them out from there, but exposing their back um, from their feet, being comfortable, trying to take them down. I didn't go there. Right? I went a different way. And not to, not to my advantage, I got smashed. These kids were faster. Um, they were not stronger. That's one thing I know for sure. Sure, they were strong and they felt strong when they were on top and they had good position. You're strong. But like for me to push them off wasn't much. Eh, depends on the position, right? The one guy was trying to choke me, take my arm. Just give, no, give back, give back, give back. I was easily taking my hands back, uh, moving them around. So that said, taking the blue belt road was definitely tougher. I went over four, over three. Because I was the fourth one. There's only four guys. 0 for 3. Terrible performance. <laughs> I blanked out completely in positions that I was in. Everything that I worked on, <laughs> gone, out the window. I don't know what happened. It's just one of those things where you just kind of bite the bullet. And I just lost focus. I didn't know where I was going. Um, I was just trying to survive. Um, trying not to get choked. Trying not to get you know my arm ripped off. Um, but that, that was it, you know? I'm trying to think of other things that I remember. Oh, there was one kid. He was, like, young as shit. He was, like, 20-something. His ears look like... he Like, I have a little cauliflower ear. His look like this. It was like this. His ear was like this. And his other one was like this. Which means you're pretty efficient in wrestling and or some type of a collegiate wrestler. So once I, I knew that... I saw him. I was like, okay, let's wrestle a little bit. Let's, let's have some fun here. And um, I tried to throw him. <laughs> so I tried to throw him um, because I was like, fuck it. You know, if, if I'm going to go out with a bang on these, I'm going to take a shot um, to at least try to make it um, glamorous, right? So maybe I'd get some airtime in there. It did not, did not happen one, at all. It did not happen. I grabbed him by his collar. I grabbed him by the, the wrist, but I didn't have it deep enough, right? I kind of have to have it here, or I would overhook onto the elbow to get a better throw. I didn't have it, and I kind of just took him over, and then he just ended up on my back because there was not enough. Um, I didn't get enough leverage in there, you can say. So that didn't happen. But I attempted to throw him, and um, I tried my best on that one, and it didn't, it didn't really turn out in my favor. And then on the bottom, I tried doing it again, and then it still didn't work out that well. These guys were just faster, 
You know, they were definitely faster in positioning. They were from one side to the next side. But I will say, I guess after that whole story, the, the harder road is tough. You know, mentally, it's tough. Physically, it's tough. Um, Ego-wise, it's tough. Because you know you could have been... You know you could have done better results-wise in the one choice. Right? But this choice that I made to take the harder road, your ego gets beat the fuck up. Physically, you get beat the fuck up. And mentally, it's going to be a struggle because it's a loss. And if you're a competitive person or someone that plays a sport, Competition is huge and, un- huge and understanding winning and losing is completely different. Where if I win, I don't celebrate. I won. When I lose, I don't celebrate. I laugh. It's weird. It's weird to me because I try to not let it affect me in a way where anger is going to take over for real. Now, am I um, not judgmental? Am I critical? I guess you could say critical. Is that the way? I don't know. To myself, yeah. I've learned a lot of things that I need to work on. You know, I lost and like it sucks. It's the worst feeling ever when everyone else is fucking has a medal and you're sitting there like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, what am I doing wrong? Well, here's what you were doing wrong. So let's sit down and think about it and write it down. And now let's work on it. And that's all you can do. But I'm 100% happier taking this loss than winning in the other category, if that makes sense. It's easier. It would be easier road to that. But I wouldn't have, would I have learned anything? Like, would I have gotten to those positions? Would I have gotten smashed up and not understand how to get out of there? No, maybe I would have just went right back to wrestling. Right? I would have went right back to wrestling. And, and because maybe I won the first one, so I'm going to keep doing the same thing over again because I just want to win it. Versus here, I want to try something different. I want to take a different approach. I want to take a harder approach. And was this successful? No, not one bit. On paper, that was not successful at all. But internally, in my mind, and for the future, 100% successful. Because now, I understand the difference in age, speed, strength, and ability. Right now, I know where I have to work, and I know that my ability for being down there, if that's where I'm going to start working, has to be much better because now the game gets a little bit more tighter. You know, the fun gets tighter, they make less mistakes, they have more experience, and I'm not even a year yet. So, by next year, I will have a little over a year, right? Maybe two, close to two. So, we will see. You know, I always try to say that. I always try to say think positive, right? Now, I don't say, I actually, I never fucking say that. I don't say think positive. Never in my life did I ever say think positive. <laughs> I try to think in a way, not positive. I mean, I can't fucking think at all today. I want the outcome to be what I want, right? And that's where I look at. That's the thing I focus on. When I changed divisions, I no longer had an outcome that I wanted. I didn't know what I wanted. What I did know is that I wanted to just perform here, right? I wanted to get into this division versus that one. That was my main focus. Win, lose, draw, it didn't really matter to me. 
Sure, I wanted to win. I kind of tried to talk myself into, you're fucking going to win. You're going to win. Mm, did I believe it? Not really. I didn't. I didn't believe it. Right? If I was here in that white belt category, I believed it. I believed it 100%. This one, didn't really believe it. And maybe you know, that could be another reason that you're just not, um, you're not there. Uh, or I wasn't there yet. But the harder road is something you have to take because when you stay comfortable, right, in anything, when you stay comfortable, nothing ever happens. Everything's just going to stay the same. And if that's the way, the way you want to live, perfectly fine. If that's the way you want to live, perfectly fine. But if you want to succeed, and if you want to move on, and you want to find a new experience and something different, the harder road is the way to go. The harder road may be longer, right? The harder road may be rough. The harder road may make you want to cry and or quit. That's for damn sure. But if you could just survive that harder road for a little bit, the success happens, right? The outcome becomes a little bit more of what you perceive it to be. And for me, I'm not looking at this weekend as like a loss. Sure, I can't, my ribs are killing me. I can't reach back when I cough, it hurts both sides. Or I think I broke something. I don't know, I didn't definitely break it, but I definitely strained my ribs again. Here, my arm was bent this way, so I can't really move it too much. Hopefully you guys don't watch my podcast because I ignored your call, just in case you're wondering. Because you interrupted my work. This is also my work. Right? This is my work. My work, other job, just interrupted this job. And um, see, they fucked me all up. I think they owe me some, a tax refund or something. Maybe I should get like a holiday for that one. Um, what was I saying? The harder road. I don't know what I was saying now because they fucking called. But the hard road is the way you got to go. Oh, comfortable, right? That's what I was talking about. When you do something that's uncomfortable, you learn so much from it. Or you learn from the experience, whether it's really bad experience or a really good experience. You're still learning from that harder road. And it helps you become a better person. It helps you become a better you. You know, that's one thing that this podcast can be about is your, your mentality, right? Your, your mental health. A lot of people don't want to go to therapy. I was just talking to my friend yesterday, man. He does not want to fucking go to therapy. He's not in a good place. He's not in a good place at all. You know, took a call, hung out with him. He's not good. Not at all. I didn't hang out with him. You know, I called him. But he just doesn't believe that depression is real. He doesn't believe that therapy is needed. And that's like the uncomfortable thing that you sometimes have to accept. That's the uncomfortable thing that you sometimes have to do in order to become better, to feel better. There's no, I'm not 100%, guys. I'm not 100% better, but I'm fucking better. I'm, I'm not 100%. There's still those swings, right? Like, I think it was two, three weeks ago. I want to go, right? I want to, I want to add it here. I want to add this fucking life again. But it's learning to control the patterns. It's learning to accept the patterns. It's learning how to deal with the patterns. 
But if you're ignorant and don't want to fucking do it because you don't want to be uncomfortable because of self-judgment, judgment, other people's judgment, well, then you're never going to get better. And that's it. The harder road for him is just to go seek some therapy and give it a shot. That's it. I think the hardest part is maybe sitting in a waiting room. You know, that's uncomfortable. No one even needs to know. No one even needs to know that you're going to therapy. Why do you have to tell people? You don't have to tell anyone. You just go. No, who fucking, who needs, who gives a shit? Who needs to know that you're in therapy? Nobody. Your fucking insurance card, there it is. If not, then pay the copay or pay the whatever, how much it costs and go. Because if you're in a bad place and you're not thinking correctly and you're not thinking nicely to yourself, that's your, that's your tough road. You know, that's your hard road, counseling, therapy, whatever it is. If there's a problem, most of the time it can, be, it can be fixed. But just us wanting to choose whether to go to white belt or blue belt. End of the day, we have the choice. So, what's your decision going to be? Are you going to go white belt or blue belt? And uh, just sit on that, all right? I'll see you guys later. Thank you so much for coming out to episode number 71. I will talk to you guys soon. Peace out, Cub Scout. Is it me or does it look like someone's fucking watching us? Right there. Right there. I hate it, right? My wife, I I was leaving, right? But my wife wants to get like a reef every holiday, which I'm cool with. But these fucking reefs make it look like someone's watching me all the time. All the time. I don't mind. I'm very, I like being festive. You know, I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. I decorated out here on this, whatever fuck you want to call it, a little square piece of shit out here. I did it. Put the bat, put a fucking ghost like this. Put some spider webs all over the place so my neighbors hate me. So fucking, maybe the spider web floats like that. When it's windy, it goes like this. And then it sticks to the air. So now it's stuck. Now I got to fucking put, take cotton balls off their wall. But that fucking thing scares the shit out of me every day. If you think that's scary, if that scares you or makes you think someone's watching us, comment. Please let me know so I can show it to my wife that that fucking thing scares the shit out of that. Or we have to like frost those things up. I, I'm not sure. All right, I gotta go. I'll see you guys later. It's time to go watch. Um, make sure children don't go into the wrong hallway because that's where I'm at. Peace out, everybody. And I'm gonna press off on this one because uh, I don't know how to. Here we go.